Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 10, we discussed how we should always be friendly when we come into our church and greet visitors to help them feel welcome and at ease that they might be more receptive to the preaching of God's Word. Let's continue with that message today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Try to be the friendliest person in church. Between Sunday school and church, walk around, shake hands, and talk to people. And not, not just, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and that's all anybody hears from you is those two words. No, stop, talk to them. Get to know their names. Get to church early and talk to people. Stay after church, talk to people. Float around sometimes in the parking lot and, and look for new folks coming in and, and make them feel welcome. Try to be a friendly person. You say, well, why are you making such a deal out of that? Because if you're in a church where the Bible, the Word of God, is preached as it is to men as they are, the Word of God can become an offense. Some people come to church already kind of on the defense. If they go into a church and people are not friendly, that just makes it worse. And believe me, the devil will show them these people aren't friendly. And it'll make the preaching of the Word all the more hard. But boy, if you break down some of those walls and some of that hardness through kindness, love, and friendliness, and they're ready to hear the Word of God, it just might tenderize their heart, and the Holy Spirit takes the Word to their heart, and it is received into good soil. And that takes us to verse 25, where we read, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. Now, this is showing our optimistic faith, which we have as a result of his faithfulness, and that should stir us to faithfulness, if we're going to be good Christians. Again, his faithfulness should stir us to faithfulness. Because his faithfulness gives us an optimistic faith. Now, think of what we're supposed to do here, just in verses 23 through 25. We're to hold fast our profession. Secondly, we're to consider one another by provoking unto love and the good works. And now we're seeing two more things evident of an optimistic faith. I hope you have this optimistic faith. And the first thing is not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is. Spasmodic, Sunday morning only, attendance to God's house is not optimistic faith. Now let me just insert this. I realize there are people that are shut-ins. This does not address them, and that ought to be plain. There are other folks that can not drive at night. They have nobody to take them in at night. And they can only go in the daytime. That's understandable. Some have health reasons. 
and for those health reasons, they can't be there. But what I'm saying to you is that the normal average person can be there. And if you're spasmodic Sunday morning only, then yours is not an optimistic faith. Now, I had this come up in the first church, which I pastored, as I used this verse, a man wrote me a letter and said, That is the trouble with you Baptist preachers. You don't pay attention to what you're reading. Forsake means to leave altogether. I still go to church, but not as often as you would want me to go. Well, actually, he wasn't going as often as God wanted him to go, and I would have liked him to go faithfully too, but he wasn't going as often as God wanted him to go, and that was the most important person that he should have been concerned with. But I wrote back to him and said, you know what? You're right. The word forsake means exactly that, to leave altogether. However, verse 25 does not say forsake. It says forsaking. It adds an I-N-G. In the Greek, it's written forsaking because it is a present participle and plural. You say, well, what does that mean? Well, in our language, it means this. There, not there. There, not there. Spasmodic in your attendance. One symptom that shows that we are not enduring for Christ is when we neglect the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is. And what happens when a Christian's been going faithfully? Prayer meetings are the first thing. Then Sunday school. Then Sunday night, before too long, it's hit and miss. And then when it's brought up, they try to defend it. They try to justify what they're doing. And when you start trying to justify sin, you are headed in the wrong direction. The late theologian John Phillips, and he was a member at the Gospel Light Baptist Church in Walkertown, North Carolina, but a tremendous theologian and author and just just a good man of God. As a matter of fact, in 2010, I was at the Sword of the Lord conference in that city, and the man died just, just before we got there, and his funeral was that week of the conference. But Dr. Phillips gave this illustration. He said, when I grew up in Britain, each room had its own fireplace instead of central heating. He said they would heap the coal up in a pile on the fire to keep it burning. Once in a while, they would stoke it with the poker to make the air circulate and to keep the fire alive and hot. Once in a while, a coal would roll off onto the side. At first, it was glowing bright red. Then, it would lose some of its luster and become dull and and listless-looking. Soon it was black with just a wisp or two of smoke. Finally, it was cold enough to be picked up by hand. Now, this is what we're to do. Stir one another up to keep the fires of the Spirit burning brightly. We need to be kept close together for Christian warmth. When we stop attending faithfully, we're like the coal, which at first was still red and glowing, but fading until we're finally cold. 
and no longer contributing to the fire God has in the church. Well, Dr. Phillips was so right. Not only is this a command from God, but we see it has a direct connection with verses 23 and 24. He said about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is. So the opposite of faithfully attending, of not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, is spasmodic attendance. You know what this tells us? It tells us that even back in that early church, they were beginning to have the problem of those who were part of the assembly not attending faithfully. How could they stir one another up, be an encouragement, and provoke unto love and good works if they are not there? Now, some today try to tell you it matters not where you attend so long as you attend church. Well, let me tell you something. That is not true. And I'll go further to say that is a lie of the devil. A Christian will be held accountable for the type of church he attends and supports. If its worship is corrupted with the world, your attendance and your financial support helps it to continue, and it mocks our God. Now, unfortunately... There are parents today who, very tragically, give in to their teens in this matter. Well, man, the music's over there, and boy, I'd just be faithful to church, and I'd love church and, and do spiritual things if we would go to that church and the parents give in. Some, well, my grandfather went to this, and his father went to there, and, and my parents went here, and so I'm not leaving this church. Well, my friend, when you're held accountable for God, your your excuses will not hold any water at all. And the Bible does tell us to come out from among them and be separate. And if your church is wrong doctrinally, it's bringing in the worldly music, then it's time to ask God where he wants you to go. Now, you may go in and share with the pastor that you believe that it's wrong. The music, the lack of Bible teaching, and other things. And he may say, boy, I'm glad you come in to tell me that. We're going to change that around. Then you stay there and then you encourage him. But if he tells you, well, this is the way we are and this is the way we're going to be, get out. Get out. Come out from among them. Don't be a part of the apostasy of the last days, which remains religious, has a form of godliness, but denies the power of the holiness of God. A true believer will not fellowship with modernists and liberals, and he will not support a church whose monies go to support college professors and others who deny infallibilities of God's word, or they deny the deity and the doctrine of Christ. Again, God instructs us, come out from among them. 
We're reminded of the Apostle John who said in 1 John 2, they went out from us because they were not of us. Now, to walk together, Amos tells us, we must be agreed. And the agreement must always, 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 without fail, be upon the word of God. My friend, never have any unity that in any way compromises or neglects God's word. Now, that's important. Let me repeat it. Never have any unity with that which in any way compromises or neglects God's word. Now, he uses here the word in verse 25, together, assembling ourselves to gather. Together in the Greek, grasp this. It's not merely getting together for corporate worship, and it's not a solitary or an occasional act. The tenor of the language is speaking of commitment to the assembling. The assembling of believers is an outward indication of an inner condition. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light Broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stands on the hills, may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my